Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. everyone welcome back once again to the men's rooms podcast a podcast where we talk all things men really good subject today with my great friend rory jennings we're talking education Mm, education (laughs) i like the way you just popped your head up there yeah i mean well it's about as important as you can possibly discuss isn't it as as a concept it's about as important as it gets that's interesting do you think so yeah it's at the genesis of everything everything that you think about everything that happens from this point on. Mm. It's all due to educations and varying degrees of it. And, you know, obviously I have a daughter now. Yeah. The thing that I will gift her, like guaranteed, the one thing that I will provide her, Mm. and it's non-negotiable, this will happen, I will give her the best education that I can afford to. Like everything else, you know, in terms of, in terms of what I give, I will be fairly miserly. Because I think it's a good, I think it's a good strategy in terms of like creating her as a person and hoping that she evolves into the best person that she can be. I mm-hmm. will be, I certainly won't be lavishing her with gifts and whatever. Because I think it can have a detrimental impact to development. But what I will give in a most flowing way that I possibly the, can the best possible education. Yes, yeah. the amount of time. I mean, we've we've moved house in order to secure. A school. The best. Yeah. That's like crazy. Like, see, that's still something that obviously I don't understand. As someone that doesn't have kids, I don't get that. But that's a thing, isn't it, where you move to an area yeah, just to make sure you are yeah, you know, I mean, in that it, catchment area for the best possible schools. It becomes, it becomes your conversation. You know, I think, I think people who have been through various journeys in their life, particularly getting married, having a baby, whatever, you get the focus on your life. So, for example, when you propose... Mm-hmm. From the second that you propose, the conversation that you'll have at dinner with your fiance will be the wedding. Then yeah. the wedding happens and then the baby will come and then the conversation is the baby. Mm. The conversation that once the baby is not no longer a baby, you know, once she's a toddler or whatever, the conversation then becomes schooling. That's interesting though, because that's a conversation for those, I guess, that can afford it. So your average drone, like we're filming this in mm. Stratford, right? The majority of people here will be, you know, I wouldn't say below the breadline, but they're not going to be sort of affluent and wealthy. They're not thinking, let's move to an area because of school. No, I think they are. I think, think they're, they are they're, I think they're, yeah. they're almost more inclined to be thinking like that. Yeah. So I think, look, you know, touch wood, I'm fully aware of how lucky a situation I'm in at the moment. Mm-hmm. And we've moved to a, an area where the schools are good, but the school that we've opted for is a private one. Mm. 
But if you don't have that luxury, and I appreciate that it's a complete luxury, if you don't have that, you're almost more, I kind of do you think you more parents, to move do out. Do you think your mum did then? Well, I, I had a weird education because... Yeah, let's start. Let's go back to... Yeah, yeah I, had a, I had a crazy education when I think back, really, because I was a recipient of something called an assisted place, mm. which was for single-parent families. This is obviously... Um, Oh, this is going back. We're, we're talking eighties. We're talking not we're talking eighties. We're talking nineties. Uh, it's fifty. <laughs> we're, really. talking, we're talking. We're talking nineties, <laughs> and I think it would have been the Tory government of the nineties. Okay, John Major. Yes, that era mm -hmm. created or had a had a concept called an assisted place, and effectively what that was, it was for children. I think they would prioritise single parent families, mm -hmm. which was me, from an underprivileged background okay to go to a better school an assisted place so you got a place in a private school you went to private assisted. school rory i i knew at, it at that point at one what point age are we life, talking what age are we talking 13 i knew it so at 13, i knew you went to private school <laughs> at 13 i went to a private school off the back of an assisted place what's it called it's called mill hill school okay and i was there for two years but i got naughty I was only there for two years. <laughs> yeah, it didn't it didn't suit me at all. It yeah, was I was yeah. a fish out of water really. Mm. It it was not suited to who I was. We, you know, we played rugby. Yeah, and ultimately, as a proper the assisted well, the assisted place was withdrawn yeah. because of my conduct, and I then had to go into a theatre school mm. because I didn't have. I didn't. I was effectively expelled between years. So you're talking nine years? No, year, year ten and eleven. Year ten and eleven, which is yeah. halfway between the two GCSEs. Yeah, yeah. You, GCSEs is a two-year course, isn't yeah. it? I was expelled after one year, mm. so that was problematic for many reasons. One of them is there was a conversation: Do I need to resit a year? Mm. I was like, Hang on a minute! I'm not. I haven't got a big cone with a D on it. I'm not going back a year. I'm not. I'm not going to be sort of a year behind because mm. I was kicked out halfway through. So the only place that I could find that would let me in was theatre school. Was theatre school you Sylvia Young. because I had a relationship with them and they knew me and they did me a favour effectively. Sylvia Young. Sylvia Young. And so yeah. I went from a fairly strict boys school that did Saturdays and played rugby. Suddenly there's a bird over there doing a split seat and I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is, this is incredible. It's quite similar to mine. <laughs> Not the birds doing the splits, but <laughs> <laughs> I went to an all boys school, Rokeby, right. which is no longer actually. It's Stratford. It literally is just over there. I'm pointing because it literally is just five minutes right. from here. Rough as can be. Mm, like all bad. boys. Um, back then, I'd say predominantly um, Caribbean and white. Right. And then there was a few Africans started to then eventually come. So you had the Ghanaians, the Nigerians, and the Somalians started to come. But that was rough. I mean, you, you had to have a fight. Even if you mm. avoided it, it was going to come your way. Yeah. Everyone wanted this kind of proof See, that's of, terrifying. You know, just yeah. saying that, and you yeah. kind of say it fairly flippantly. Yeah. And you say it as like, as, as a normal thing. And I, and I totally understand that. Where, where I lived was that. Yeah. But it's now, particularly when I look at things through the prism of, of being a father, I think... Like, I, don't want, I don't want Clementine to ever have a fight in her entire life. I don't want her to ever see a mm. fight in her entire life. This natural aggression, this natural pecking order, this sort of survival of the fittest. That's what it was. It's terrifying. It was literally who's the strongest in the class, who's the strongest in mm. the year, who's the strongest in the school. It's funny, isn't and it? People it really matters. It. It what? Really it was matters. the most important thing ever at the time. Do you know now, I've, I don't think I've been impressed. In fact, now I'm actually actively unimpressed. Mm. 
with how hard you are Doesn't or how many really goals you've, you or anything. Silly. I now, don't care. look, it's the most But that was it then, wasn't it? That yeah, was the priority. That was, the, that was. <laughs> and I was unlucky and lucky because my brother was in the final year as I was entering. That's great. So everyone was like, oh, don't touch him. He's yeah, Shay's yeah, no, no, brother. You can't yes. like, you know, whatever. But um, I, I loved school. Absolutely yeah. loved it. I met my best friends there. It's kind of where I felt like I became, because bear in mind I'd come from foster parents and I'd done it a year in primary school here and I still didn't really know who I was. Then in school, I almost became, oh, okay, he's the fastest runner. Oh, he's good mm. at football. And I kind of then enjoyed school for that. And I actually done quite well in my GCSEs, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have uh, any... Did you focus at school? Were you yeah. like into the academia? My mum made it. So mm. you know, my mum was very hard on it. My my sister had a baby young. She had, she had a baby at 16. Uh, my brother, very naughty. So it was like, okay, someone from this family has got yeah. to tick some boxes. It's you. So my mum actually got me a private tutor for maths, right. private tutor for English. So I had to succeed. So for me in school, it was football, studying. Yeah. That was it. So I done well in the GCSEs, went to college and effed up. Really? Yeah. Didn't even no care. No, no, done A levels, accounts, IT, and economics. But like what you mentioned about having sort of girls doing bloody splits next to you, I had girls sitting next to me. Yeah. Girls in the common room. Yeah, yeah. The and that was the most important. Yeah, that was it. All I, all I cared about was looking good in Machino and Iceberg. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Where's the Averex jacket? Averex jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of, I, I know exactly what you mean. I, I look back on those days fondly. Mm. I look back on schooling. I look back on it as like a very happy time. Did you have uniform? Uh, it was at, at theatre school. It's very weird. Do you know how how we did it? Do you know mm. how going to theatre school is the the process. On a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you go to school in the conventional term as possible. Mm. So you wear a jacket, you wear a tie, you go to school. Do you think that's silly? On a Thursday, do you think Friday, that's silly? No, no, I don't. The jacket and the tie and the blazer. Things important. When I see kids with it and the, the jacket's all big and the trousers are baggy and the shirts out, I'm like, what is this? Yeah, they look ridiculous, but it's <laughs> yeah, a rite of passage. Everyone has to do it. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think it's. I do think it's important to look smart. Yeah, like I, I've got no interest. So when when we first had our daughter, we lived in Northwest London. Mm. Since then, we've moved schooling, right? But we lived in Northwest London, and a school that we considered going to was a school sort of in Hampstead Heath. Um, it's called King Alfred's, and the way that they operate is very incredibly privileged school, incredibly. And I sort of always, I've always been aspirational. Like when I was young, you know, I've always kind of looked to the to the better things. I thought oh, my kid will go there. You know, now I'm older, I wouldn't because they 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 don't wear a uniform. They call the teacher their first name, and no, that works, right? That no works for some kids, way. and I get it. But no, that isn't how teacher by first teacher name. the first name. No, no uniform. That's a sin. Yeah, That's I agree. A sin because I I remember certain for me those teachers in my school were probably probably the biggest influences in my mm. life i had my my teacher from year seven to eleven miss o'brien mm. amazing sort of black teacher very almost mother figure like so we had a few black students in the school and every time we'd get naughty she would all bring us to the side like you're letting us down yeah. she'd, she'd be like that we had mr frill for pe scottish guy always used to wear shorts no matter the weather mm. added a samba Trainers, shorts, show his big thighs all the time, yeah, no yeah, matter yeah. what. Uh, Mr. Rice as well, who was a bit of a drunk. There used to be a pub right opposite the school. He'd See go coming in, out of there, yeah. And we wouldn't understand it. As kids, we didn't understand. Mm. Like, why is he Probably having there? a meeting. In yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> always come out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, 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 what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> is he okay? Yeah. Not knowing what that drink was. <laughs> so for me, teachers 
were a massive, massive influence yeah. in my life back then. But you see, I look back on it really fondly. Like when I think of my schooling and I think of particularly going to the theatre school from the from the boys' school, I sort of look back on it and think that was amazing. And it was a massive release because mm. I'd gone into that school on this assisted place, never found a home really, yeah. like never really made any mates. So mm. I was fine. I was friends with everyone, but actually mm. friends with no one. The pastimes didn't suit me. Suddenly I got this release. Suddenly I've got no commute. The school's in Marlebone. Mm. Um, well, Listen Grove, in fact, which is sort of right where, where I was from. I'm in this school. There's there's girls everywhere. The, the it's 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 taken much. Everything's a little bit softer. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you go to school mm. and you wear a blazer and tie and you do proper lessons. Thursday, Friday, you're wearing a tracksuit, like a, a uniformed tracksuit, but a tracksuit nonetheless. Yeah. You're wearing a tracksuit and your first lesson of the day is speech. Your second one is ballet. Your third one is tap. Your fourth one you is did drum. ballet. Ballet was amazing. I'm not joking. You, no, you, you would love it. it. No, but you did. Ballet was amazing. You did it. I did ballet for for this whole year. And but ballet, <laughs> no, you see, ballet has those connotations. It's funny. Ballet, ballet has the connotations. Did you wear the tight and your things. smirk. Did you wear the tight things though. But your smirk. Did you wear the tight things? That's all I want to know. The leotard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but do you know do you know what? So so if you're going to ridicule, if you if if this is your vibe, chap <laughs> is the thing to ridicule. Really? Right? Okay. Because you know what ballet was, and mm. and obviously this is specific to the teacher that we had. But for the boys, all ballet was was strength, and it was great. Yeah, it was like planks and stretching mm. and and squats, and mm. it was ballet became a strength class, which I thoroughly enjoyed because mm. by that point I was playing football all the time, not not to any level, but I was playing football all the time as my mm. hobby and my passion. I was keen on learning, stretching, learning about the human body, learning about the muscles. So ballet was actually something that I really took to. I never want to tap dance again. Now I've got no intention of mm. ever tap dancing. The time steps will never happen. Mm. But the ballet side of things was actually it was it was actually part of, and obviously this is the entire point. But it was part of the education. It was like the the predetermined stereotype of a ballet dancer in my head. Yeah, was so wrong because the strongest teacher that we had, the the most masculine teacher that we had in the terms of the dance side of things. And in fact, the, he was the most masculine teacher across my entire schooling, was the ballet teacher. He was the one who could pick anyone up above his head. Mm. You know, my laddie English teacher couldn't have done that. Yes. He could barely it's, hold his own weight. It's interesting that you equate masculine, masculinity to that. Masculin back in the day, yeah. well, I equated masculinity to the guy in the pub having no, a fight back yeah. in, That was the it. Mascul yeah. Masculinity, the, the most masculine experience, weirdly, in terms of... In terms of values and posture and mm. and strength and and discipline ballet was great for me it really like i really did take to that in a in as most in the most superficial way possible in the way that when i was 10 i took to karate do you know what i mean i was who never didn't? gonna be a... who didn't all those yeah. kickboxing movies yeah yeah, yeah everyone exactly. took to karate what exactly. yeah wax on wax off yeah, was very yeah, very yeah, important yeah, Mr. Miyagi. um what about like bullying and and, and detention in school was you ever bullied no, or can was, you admit that you were a bully? No, I certainly wasn't one. Mm. I certainly wasn't a bully. I was always very aware of. I was always very aware of the vulnerable kid. Yeah, I was same, always very same. protective of the vulnerable mm. kid. Um, and no, I, I wasn't a bully. I perhaps went through a spell of being, maybe when I was, a, when I was, maybe I was unhappy a bit in the in the private school when I was there. In the second year, when it was all going wrong, I definitely had a chip on my shoulder, and I sort of thought I was rock hard because I had a ring on my finger and a fag in my mouth. And 
at that point, I was perhaps on the front foot, but not a bully. I mm. had fights. Mm. I was quite aggressive. Mm. I was also a foot shorter than everyone, and that was a bit of an issue for me. <laughs> I think. I think. I. I, I don't. Sorry. I, I think I cared. I no, I think I cared. Yeah. I mean, you can. You can. You could <laughs> laugh like that if you were six foot two. But the fact that you're four <laughs> inches taller than me. <laughs> six inches. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think. I think being the. Like, I was tiny, Addy. I like. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm small now, obviously. Mm. But I was tiny, like absolutely tiny, to the level where, I mean, I never saw a doctor. But you know when you think, you know how Lionel Messi had those injections in his back? Yeah. I, I would have definitely qualified. Yeah, 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 I would have yeah. definitely qualified. I was absolutely tiny and looked even younger than I was. Mm. So that was an issue. But, but then I would push back and I would really be on the front foot. But then obviously you just get beaten up because you end up having a fight with somebody who's a foot taller than you and weighs twice as much. Yeah. So you're struggling. No, no, you are. <laughs> I, I remember, like, I certainly wasn't a bully in school. Again, almost looked out for the vulnerable kids, yeah. like you say. But I do remember sort of having fights with other schools. Yeah. yeah and I'm definitely not glorifying this because those schools no. were hard. Mm. Like the schools around there called St. Bonds and Tom Hood School and we're Rokeby, all boys schools. Yeah. So it was almost just almost a bit like football hooliganism where you will arrange to have a scrap. Yeah, with somebody from with, with another school. school. Yeah, and it mm. got to the point where it got a bit dangerous. So I remember at sort of 13, 14 you know, if you play them at football and you feel like you've been sort of mistreated, you haven't, you haven't, you're going to have a little scrap. I know it sounds crazy, but you're going to have a scrap. Teachers walk away. They can't control too many kids. It's impossible mm. to. And then it got to a stage. I remember like it was yesterday, actually, when my friend out on farewell. Yeah, he's a footballer. Went on to play for Tottenham. Yeah. He had a fight with someone. Um, Stratford Centre, just behind, literally just behind Stratford Centre. So there was no beautiful Westfield like there nah. is now. It was old school Stratford Centre. And people sort of bought baseball bats knives yeah, terrifying and i was like this isn't it anymore is it no this has actually got to the stage where this is now become yeah. a bit serious and our head teacher richard jarman remember one day called everyone that he assumed was involved in this to the assembly hall brought miss o'brien out again because she's like the spokesperson for the young black boys at the time I was like okay enough mm. like you guys are fighting literally every other week stop or you're going to get expelled and I remember getting um, expelled from school. Exclude? No, it's not expelled. Expelled when you're out completely. Yeah. It was excluded. Where suspended? Suspended. Apologies. I remember getting suspended from school because of a fight. And I remember waiting for the envelope to come home. Like mm. literally waiting for the what, postman. Your mum was going to find out. Yeah, like so I, yeah. my mum temper back then. So I remember every morning I hear the postman. I would intercept, bolt down. Intercept. So I could see it. Yeah, I could see the letter. Yeah. So I remember seeing the letter and thinking, yes, yeah. I've got the letter. I remember just ripping it to shreds. <laughs> and I remember getting dressed as though I was going to school for three days and just going to the library. Yeah. So my mum, until this time, had never known. <laughs> yeah, so I'm real. Do, do you yeah. know I had a similar thing? When I left, when I left the school that I was at, at mm. Mill Hill School, the reason, and this is, this is incredibly unjust, you mm. know, if you actually think about this, this would never happen today. Mm. So I was in that school on an assisted place because I was from a single parent family that mm. was less privileged. Yeah. We went on a tour. We went to Cologne, like part of a German thing. Mm. We were playing sport over there. And is that what private schools do? Yeah, oh, I think I think that must it. be fairly, yeah, fairly must, standard. Yeah, yeah. But we're in Cologne, and me and three others climbed out the window of the place we were staying and just went into the town. Why did you do that? Just interest, really naughtiness. So you knew you weren't allowed. Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. It was midnight or something yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> and obviously, this, there's like four. 14 year old English boys walking around the police were on us immediately we got taken back 
we were playing we were playing something. We were playing a sporting contest. And I remember the teacher. It's actually incredibly disingenuous from him. Oh, here we go. But no, it is. It, it no, really no. is. I'll, you let tell me, the story I'll, and I'll, I'll be the, the judge. I'll tell the story and you be the judge. Yeah. Fine. He obviously wanted me to play to the maximum of my ability. And he basically said, look, play this tournament. We're going to win the game. And, uh, and then we'll forget about this. Effectively massaged it. That okay, yeah, we yeah. would never, nobody, it, it needs didn't to, nobody needs to know yeah. about this. So when we got back to the school on the coach, I remember the coach pulling up, it's about four in the morning, everyone's getting off. When I come off the coach, like, I'm thinking that I'm just going to be uh, like, everything's fine. I can see my mum standing there, but crying. As I've got off the coach, I was like, oh, she knows. Mm. So the four of us that did it, the four of us that escaped, nothing really happened to the three others, but the slightly more underprivileged, less affluent yeah, yeah, kid yeah, yeah. had that bursary effectively mm. withdrawn. So they didn't keep me out of the school, but they said, you now don't qualify, you've broken you the term. You have to pay for it. Have, yeah, which my mum obviously couldn't yeah, yeah. do. So that had to leave the school. Crying. But isn't that, Effectively, how yeah. that's so separatist. Yeah. You're taking, you're you're allowing somebody. You're, no punishment has befallen the kids who were wealthier, but the poorer kid has had to leave the school. Mm -hmm. Like I, th I think that's, I do think that's incredibly unjust. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I agree with you now. Like I don't I, uh, overall, it's probably you shouldn't right. have climbed out the window. I shouldn't have. Of course, you should have climbed out the window. Of course, I should. Yeah, but it yeah. should be equal punishment. Yeah, whatever. Whatever punishment hits me has to hit the Agreed. same. You know, we've Agreed. all committed the same offence. So, you know, like, you obviously done that private school, then you went to Sylvia Young. Are you doing GCSEs while still in Sylvia Young? Yeah, that's where I had to go and sit my GCSEs. Okay, how well did you do? Yeah, fine, good. A's? Fine, yeah, f whatever it would have been. Don't say it like it would have been. You know, it would have been four A stars, four A's. And, but yeah, it would have been. <laughs> Are you being yeah. serious? No, seriously, yeah. It would, it would have been that. Okay. I was always, always had quite a natural aptitude for, for exams. I used yeah. to get really nervous and take them really seriously. Mm, mm. But I was always all right. I didn't particularly concentrate at school. I, I didn't get any A's. I can't pretend. I was going to lie mm. by no point. I got B's and C's. I got enough to like... Yeah, enough to carry on. Enough to carry yeah, on. Yeah, it gets you into What the, did you do A-levels? A-levels, I did English history politics. <sighs> Made a bit of a pig's ear of them. Got, you, I ended mm. up get, getting BBC. Okay. That's Which a pig's ear. BBC was a pig's ear because my conditional offer was to go to Leeds University. Okay. And I needed a ABB or whatever yeah. it would have been. So I, I remember, didn't get in. I was thinking I was going to go to London School of Economics because I was really good at economics. I got NU something right. completely. And the funny thing is, I remember knowing, you know when you know you've messed up. Mm. I know I'd messed up. And I remember that everyone's going to pick up their results. And I remember thinking... If I tell my mum the results, I'm out. I'm yeah. out of that house. There's no two ways about it. She thinks I've been studying. I've been not studying. <laughs> I've been partying, meeting girls. I, yeah, anything, anything but. Anything, anything, anything. Yeah. I was working at Burger King. Well, I yeah. thought Burger King, at the time I was working at Burger King in Beckton. I remember thinking at the time, Burger King is more of a priority than studying because Burger King gave me money, gave you money and that means I was had the latest clothes. Yeah, I, don't think that's, I don't think that's necessarily misguided as a young man. Yeah. I think that you can understand why you would do that. You needed to earn some money. I needed to earn some money. Yeah. I just thought, so know, they learning, would say, Adi, do you want to do an extra shift? Learning great, but we don't put any bread don't on my table bread, today, yeah. does it? So like, Adi, do you want to do an extra shift? And I was like, when? Uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, Tuesday. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Didn't even think about studying. So for me, university never happened. Yeah. I didn't even think of it as a thing. That's kind of when I got kicked out of my house. Went into a homeless hostel 
and studying then was done. I did, it's not even, there was a point of me like, okay, just reset your A-levels, reset it. Yeah. But I never did. And it certainly affected me going forward. Because in my mind, I remember applying for jobs and thinking, okay, my threshold, my limit here is 25 grand a year. Mm. But I can't, I have no qualifications. Yeah. I have no degree, I have no A-levels. What can I do? It's a terrifying, it's a terrifying moment that. Mm. It's a terrifying moment. For me, I, I didn't take it as, like you were looking for jobs. I, I was a chancer for a lot longer. But when you have that moment, that sort of realization where you think, uh, "This is me. My level is my level is yeah. this." Yeah, it's, it is a it is a terrifying moment, and this brings us back to where we initially started this conversation, which was why the gift that I will give in the most generous possible way mm. to Clementine mm. is an education. Yeah, I think it's I'll tell a, her no. Everything you can't have a car. Thing. I don't care about your whatever. You're not no. getting a mobile phone until you can buy one yourself. Yeah. No, no, nothing. You're not going to get anything. That starting life you will get school. is, yeah. you can't beat it. Yeah, you will. You, honestly, you can't beat it. I've got some stats here for us. Um, this is an interesting one. On average, women, this doesn't even surprise me, by the way, outperform men in all educational environments. Yeah, I, all. Don't, I don't think that's at all surprising. They're smart, aren't they? I remember girls next to me in college, and these were the girls in the common room. Mm. So these are girls that are out and about with me in the common room, you know, not going to class and what'd you get A? And like, how'd you get an A? They're always How did you get an A when we were doing exactly know, the same nonsense? Do you know what it is as well? And I, I don't even think you're allowed to say this because it's kind of seen as being say sexist, it. but it's not. They're so much more mature. They're so, so much, cle- much they're so much cleverer cleverer, not necessarily in an academic way, but just in like a sensible way. Yeah. Like yeah. Victoria at fifteen compared to me at fifteen. I didn't know her at fifteen. Mm. But I just know that she would have been so much more together than I was. Mm. So much more together, so much more with it, so much more on point, so much more focused. Mm. There's no surprise to me that women outperform men. What about the argument? I think there's some sort of famous rich people. I think Bill Gates is one that didn't finish studying. Yeah. I think there's a few others as well. Obviously, you're going to get the ones and twos that don't finish it. But do you think like there are some people where it's the Jeremy studying Clarkson, a subject, yeah? It's the Jeremy, Jeremy Clarkson, Clarkson annual tweet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't finish studying and I'm currently sending this tweet from my yacht. there are some people that yacht. studying isn't for them. There are some people that, you know, reading a book and having to, basically all you're doing is memorising what you've been taught isn't for them. I, dis- I think you, it's a dangerous. Disagree, yeah? I think it's a dangerous thing. Look, there are exceptions to every rule. Uh, of course, some people have a natural aptitude for business and mm. they can focus on that and they don't need to worry. But I think I think everybody needs to focus on their education. Yeah. I think you get the occasional anomaly. Yeah. What I do think, I think, you know, this emphasis into university, mm. I don't think that's necessary. I don't think university is for everyone. And I think, you know, if you leave university with an English lit degree, mm. brilliant, you've had, you, you are probably incredible company at dinner. You have a great knowledge yeah, of the arts. A book for yeah, us you have great knowledge of the arts. Yeah. You're, you're really interesting. And, and that's very important as well, by the way. But what's your job? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A subject's different now, do you think? Because well, you know, life, we is, different life is different. Life isn't is different, isn't it? Life is different. different. And I wonder... If you are picking A levels, do you like how are you picking something at sixteen? Uh, do you know, do and you know, that you're thinking about it's going to be my future when I'm thirty. Because the world is very different when like it changes massively mm. since we were young. It mm. changed massively. What did you want to be then when you picked your subjects, <sighs> politics and English lit? What you? But, you, but it didn't be matter. A politician? No, never. But it didn't matter. The point was a degree. Yeah. And and at one point, you know, obviously I was the first person in my family tree to have ever gone to university, mm. so it felt like an achievement in itself. And going to university was very good for me. I don't regret going at all. I yeah. learned to live on my own. I learned how to become an adult. I met some good people. I lived in Liverpool for three years, which was fantastic. There were, there were loads of good things. Um, but I think this, you know, this coercion almost into university and anyone can go to any university and get a degree and degrees mm. have almost become meaningless. Mm. I think that for a lot of people, de degrees are great and university is great, but I also think for a lot of people, they should finish school at 16, get a trade, get learning, get earning. Yeah. I, I really do. Which, which, I don't know if it exists now, but that certainly exists when we were young. There yeah. was your YT schemes, weren't there? There were, but yeah. there was there was a coercion among our age group, I think, for university. There was mm. a push for university. Yeah. Getting people that have never been from their from their families into university. There was a push. Yeah. And, and also, I think the world was a lot kinder when we were young. So when I was picking... My subjects in 05, you could finish in 08 mm. and have a have a bit of a, take a chance, see mm. what happens. Come out of university with an English lit degree, come out of university with a politics degree and hope for the best because the world is quite open to that. Whereas now, particularly because of recent circumstances, an education is so vital, so pivotal because... There aren't jobs out there. You know, you've got people with degrees that can't get work. You've got people yeah. with degrees. So I think now, unless your degree is, you know, if you go to university and you study veterinary like science, just, yeah. you come out of university and you're a vet. You come out of university and you're yeah. a dentist. Yeah. Cool. There are some specific cool. subjects. Like if you study aerospace engineering, yeah, cool. you're going to get, yeah. But if it's just English language, what are you doing? Then what you, yeah. What, what, what's what's your job coming yeah. out of university? What are you studying? No. What, what are you going to do? Yeah. I, I, I left university with a politics degree, which was great for, for my education. It made me more well-rounded. It perhaps made me more confident. Loads of things. But if I needed a job off the back of that, then wouldn't have got one. Mm. I went to be an actor because I was a chancer and it was better than having a real job. Yeah. But you could then, whereas I feel like the, we're moving into a situation where education is now the key. How would you pass out your education from 11, if you could go back now and say, okay, so 11's when you first start secondary school until sort of a back end of uni, what would you do? How would it be looking back now? I look back on it. I, I, w I actually wouldn't change anything. No, I so probably shouldn't go have got, I probably shouldn't have got slung out. Yeah. But I also think that that experience was, was it was very tough on my mum, mm. but like going to a private school for, for those years was actually an eye opener for me and something that, is good to have witnessed mm. if, if if only to if only to kind of discount it because I think that when you aren't from that background which I wasn't you could almost um, lionise that background and think 
private schools are brilliant and there must be whereas actually everyone there was an idiot like mm. genuine like the vast majority of people were thick mm. and it was good for me to think that because then when I'm older I meet someone with a posh accent and a pair of red trousers and a Ralph Lauren polo and I think don't give me that because you've got the accent you're a mug and I know you are because I went to school with you mm. and it was good for me to know that you know this I think that there can I think there is a swathe of people that can be phased by a posh accent or a privileged accent. Mm. I got that out of my system very young because I was, you know, from an estate in Kilburn, spoke the way that I do, and I was slapping these people up in school in terms of like academia. Mm. So it was good for me. So I wouldn't change anything. The only thing I change is I've got that vision of my mum's face burnt into my soul where she was crying when I was expelled. I'd rather that didn't happen. Yeah. But that's for my mum's benefit, not mine. Yeah, it, that's interesting you say that because my I would change mine partly for my mum's benefit, but also mine. So I'd certainly still go to the first school I went, Brokerby. Mm-hmm. I feel like that sort of made me become a man very quickly because it was a tough school. It was sort of mentally very difficult, but you, you grew up in it. Obviously, I guess if you're quote unquote weak, it, it might swallow you. But for me, it kind of made me a lot stronger. And then I would definitely concentrate more on my A-levels. Like I was smart enough to mm. smash my A-levels. Like I knew I was. Got one regret, actually, yeah. when you say it like smart that. Smart enough to smash my A-levels, yeah. and I should have done. And then I should have gone university. Yeah. Because if I did go university, then I look at me and my mum's relationship, and it's different. Because she was very, very hurt by the fact that she's thinking I'm going to college and studying, and I'm not. I'm just dossing around. But is it not the deceit that upsets you more than the fact that you... Like, you know, if you'd been totally frank no, with no, her no. and said, I'm not going to go to university. No, I think I would have gone, because, again, I was doing, like crappy sales jobs like anything just to get by mm. and that's because I didn't ha- I felt like anyway because I didn't have a degree and because I didn't have any A-levels mm. I always felt like I could talk well so you know I'd convince you in the interview and then they would look down and what's your education you know, just stopped at GCSEs ah so yeah. I was getting like sales jobs like, remember we, I think I spoke to you when we was uh, in London Bridge I said I worked for a company called Pitney Bowes yeah. selling Franken machines yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like what am I doing with you guys yeah. you know what I mean so I feel like my path to where I am now would have been a lot easier if I had a degree so I should have... Look, I could still do it now. I, I could get a degree Do you know now what, Addy? I, I'm, I'm not telling you how to write your story at all, but I would say that the situation that you're in today yeah. is probably the best situation you could have possibly dreamed of. Yeah. Think about the, the, your lifestyle. Oh, mate. Like, I don't even ask you what it's like in LA anymore because it's be like, oh, me asking you what it's like in Stratford. You're there so I often. Got, I kind of What's it like in LA? Yeah, yeah it's, it's home, mate. Like, if you look at, <laughs> if you look at your life now... I think it's a dangerous ploy to start thinking I would have changed this and that because you've got there and mm. maybe your journey was slightly broad. Maybe there was a yellow brick road that was followed that shouldn't have been or whatever. But equally, the destination is has been reached, has been reached and yeah. the journey along the way is part of the fun. Mm. So perhaps perhaps it's, so perhaps perhaps it's all keep, for a reason. The man that you are today keep, might have been helped. The person that you are today, the values and whatever, might have been shaped... By the fact that you had to go and work at Burger King, it mm. might like our friendship is based on, you know, true values and 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 a bond and friendship and loyalty. All of those things they don't only come from university; they come from who you are at school and and the ethics that are taught to you from the elders in the area. And yeah. I don't, I think it's a risky strategy. Yeah, to start I guess thinking. when we say education as well, obviously, look, we're talking school and academia. But you're right; you can get a lot of education from people. Sort of out on the streets. No, well, I mean, that, that's, that's exactly the... what, that's exactly, you know, when you were talking about, and it became a fight, mm. like when, you know, you said people had baseball bats and it yeah. became an actual fight. 
that's part of the education. education. That is education. That's 100%. I, re- I remember when I, I went to these under, they used to do these under 18 balls and you had to wear a tux. They used to do them at like Camden, really good, really good venues. Camden Palace, Bagley's. Hey, Bagley's, yeah. They used to do them in really good venues. Yeah. And I remember going there with the kids from my area, like everybody from Kilburn would go all together. We'd get the 31 bus from Kilburn High Road round to Camden Palace. And a couple of the fellas didn't have a bow tie. Mm. And I remember it so well. On the bus, they mugged, effectively took a bow tie off two other boys that were on the bus, not with us. Mm. And just took their bow tie, give me their bow tie. Because they didn't have one, they put one on and they went in and obviously these boys probably didn't. Yeah. I mean, that was as integral to the person that I became and the way that my eyes are open and the streetwise nature of my life and being savvy, that moment has got to be up there with being taught algebra. No, 100%. There are kids running around now and look, fingers crossed, I've got a lot of nephews and fingers crossed their, their paths don't go too far to the wrong side, but they're having that education as we speak. They've been brought up, unfortunately, in rough areas. And look, I try and speak to them as much and educate them as much as possible, but they've got to go through it. Mm. You know, they've got it's to a go rite of passage. It is it's, a, it is it a really rite of passage. Is. Yeah. But it's it's a scary one, but you have to navigate it properly. And part of navigating it properly and sensibly and not making the, the wrong decision at the wrong time is through the education that you get away from school. school. It's yeah. the education in the flats. Yeah. It's the education in with your schoolmates, but in McDonald's after school. It's 100%. how you, you I've done that all the time, by the way. Did that you? McDonald's thing, yeah. yeah. After college, yeah, 262 to Beckton, McDonald's. <laughs> you had a guy working behind you, buy a dip for 10p, you get a bag full of yeah. food. Yeah, it was like literally 10p dip. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're getting four bags of chicken nuggets and chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I do but you're right, it. that education's important. So as we summarise, education, super important but it can come from certain different, so many different avenues. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, it, is, it is the most important thing. I think, like I said at the beginning of this, the only thing that I'm going to lavish with everything that I have, mm. I will throw at mm. my daughter with everything I have, is an education. Yeah, agreed. Um, enjoy this one, education. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, private school? Kept that one quiet. You should have, couldn't you tell Kept by, that one couldn't you tell by my demeanour? I start using all those big words. Couldn't you tell by I my demeanour? I could tell. I could tell when, <laughs> and the clerks and all <laughs> I knew there was a private school student in there and now the world knows as well. Rory, as always, thank you very, very much. Uh, another great episode. Make sure you keep up to date with all our episodes. Remember, they come out every single Monday. Make sure you leave comments as well. We had a few comments come through which is interesting um let us know what you think let us know what subjects you want us to discuss we'll discuss everything on the men's room as we already have uh, make sure you tune in for the next one as well imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 